story. Welcome back to Pilot Boys. My name is Caesar. I am your host. Today I have the <laughs> I have the returning uh I don't know, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a pretty long time. I don't time. even know how to introduce you. I mean, you were on in like a you had like a run uh like 2019 where like you're on like pre-pandemic a bunch of podcasts. Yeah. Uh but Gabriel, my good friend who I haven't seen since like March. Yeah, it's almost a year. Yeah. But today we're doing the new Netflix uh, Night Stalker documentary, docu-series. And Gabriel's a big fan, so I thought it'd be interesting to talk to him about it. What did you think of the first episode? I think in a way, like, I don't know, I expected, like, to see more about Richard Ramirez in the first episode. It definitely doesn't do that to, like, the very end, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I like the shots a lot. I mean... Like the recreations? No, just the, like, the, uh, I guess the B-roll, like, the buildings and stuff, like, how they did that and just the uh, introduction i think it did a good job i mean showing the victims first but it was just a lot of like there's so much focus on the police officers like the invest uh-huh. the investigators and i don't i don't know i just kind of wasn't like really you weren't into it no is it so is that because of like the recent news you know like what happened last year with george floyd and the protests and the conversation around cops kind of changed I think that could be, like, an element as to why I felt the way I did. But also, I just, I found it boring. Like, I didn't care about them as much as I cared, like, about... Because, like, you don't really get to know the victims. And I think they focused on the victims a good amount in this docuseries. And not too much on Richard. But it just had so much focus on the police officers and, like, the drama behind the investigation. Yeah. I was... I I, I put an article there and... uh there was so essentially how it came to be was that one of the dudes one of the the creators of the show he met gil and like he told them all the stories and that he was like oh there's never really been like a definitive uh night stalker show so they're like doing that especially now because like it's the straight from the headlines type docuseries where like it's just like a salacious story and then just make a a docuseries around it but I thought I thought the first episode was interesting because yeah, it is kind of like this cop hero story where like the triumph of this like veteran cop who, you know, was instrumental in the Hillside Strangler stuff and then this like young kind of scrappy Mexican kid from the East Side who's a cop and like wants to catch yeah, this killer who's who's terrorizing, I mean, more than just East LA, but like all over California. And I thought, yeah, I, th- I thought the stuff that was interesting to me was the the way the recreations, because it kind of seemed like a David Fincher movie sometimes. Like, you know, in Fight Club, when like he's uh, he's going through like the fridge and like he does that thing where like you go through the whole shit. Yeah. But at this, and also Mindhunter, because David Fincher did Mindhunter. But at the same time, like it felt, I don't know, like it was kind of weird to see, and it, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit more than just the first episode. But it was weird for me, I guess morally, to hear these cops be like, we have like an ID, but let's not put out a press release because we don't want him to know. So like, essentially they were saying like, let's let another person die so we can catch this person. Mm -hmm. 
And I mean, I, I guess like you have to kind of have this, you have to treat these murders as, I don't know, almost like surgical, like you, you remove from them. And that was, that was strange for me to watch, especially cause like, you know, like these were real people and like, you do get to see the families and like how they were affected, at least the ones who survived or like whatever. But yeah, it it was kind of strange to like just focus on the cops for the most part. But you know that is, I think that I think that it's interesting that we started off with the the like conversation that's changing around cops because I think that yeah, that is very pervasive now. Like that is the conversation now. But at the same time, like, what do you consider cops who work this case the way they did? Do you consider them heroes or like what? How do we? Th- think about that now i don't know i think it's kind of tricky because like you can think of it like well that's their job like that's what they have to do so like should we really glorify them for doing their job and on top of that like they could have like you said like set out a press release to help kind of you know halt the killings and they didn't because they go they even go into it in the series like their egos were so big that they were just conflicting with one another and they weren't sharing information because they wanted to be the ones to catch them yeah. And that was kind of like, okay, like, you guys are so, like, prideful, so you're going to let more people die because you're trying to be the one to, like, get all the fame from this case. So, yeah, they did their job, but they also kind of did it poorly. So, I don't know. Like, it's it's just, like, they caught him, but should we, like, applaud you for doing, like, a shitty job? I think it very much treated it like it was, like, a triumph of cops. Like, yeah. almost like, like, it was, the, he, the guy described it as, like, a novel. It does have this, like, you know, like, kind of almost like a buddy cop, like, mm-hmm. feeling, but it just seems like the weird, like, a weird place to place that, especially because the most of the show is built off of this, like, noir, like, dark aesthetic, you know, like, to try to fit the, you know, like, kind of the scary nature of the killings and, like, whatever. But, okay, so the first thing I want to start off with is about, like, revisionism. Uh I think that the first episode, like, right off the gate, like, talks about... And I I thought there was this quote that I really liked. They say, so many different parallel universes inside of L.A., which I think is still true today. Yeah. I don't know. How did you feel about them, like, presenting, you know, L.A. is, like, this place of, like, rich and glamour, but there's also this dark side. It seems really cheesy, I think. The way they, mm-hmm. they said it. I mean, it's true. Like, there's different pockets of L.A. And, like, each pocket has, like, a different culture. And, I mean, I think they mentioned Beverly Hills. Like, obviously, there, it's not going to be the same as, like, East L.A. Or Whittier. Or, you know, Monterey Park. Like, it's very different. But it's still very much all L.A. It's just, there's different pockets of it. But I thought it was mm-hmm. kind of cheesy the way they try to go about that. Because I think he did attack... Was it? I don't know, because, like, a lot of the victims were pretty much... Were they white? The first no. two, I think, they were the, um, they were not, right? The first one. So, the first one was Asian. Uh-huh. The I think second the second one, one too. Was, well, all the little kids, too. And then like, they went into the little kids, yeah. Well, they one, some of them were Latino, some of them... It's, it was kind of all over, because... So, I think at the first episode, they touch on the fact that... Why it was such a strange case. Because he didn't because have a target. Like, well, yes, but mostly because, like, it was, like, his victims were, I mean, they, they were, like, sexual in nature, but, like, you know, they were rape or, you know, like, attacking, breaking, entering, killing. It was just male, female, 
children. Like it was just all kinds and like yeah, like the age just, range was everywhere. Was weird for the time. Yeah, and also like at the time, which is you know like comparing it to, and 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 I, we'll get into this a little later, but making a murder. The whole thing about that was that like there wasn't DNA you know technology at the time and this is kind of similar which is why they weren't able to like id him so fast because dna or rather fingerprints weren't like they weren't as big as they are now or as standard practice but yeah i think that i think that that's that's what a lot of the show was trying to do was like build this world where this thing like changed how we operate in la Mm -hmm. like there's that mom who's like a midwestern mom and like she never wanted to lock her doors because she's from the midwest and she never wants to live anywhere where you have to lock your doors and shit but i wonder how much of that is true and how much of it was exaggerated for the story yeah because you know like how how true is that i mean nowadays it where we grew up and like how we grew up that is pretty true like you don't fucking leave your doors open because some shit could happen yeah anyone could come in and I mean, yeah. and then you saw the consequences of that. And I think like generationally, like it's interesting to see that it was the the granddaughter, right? Whose grandparents ended up getting murdered because they left their door unlocked. Like, of course, mm-hmm. she's not going to have the same concept of like living in that area and not locking her door. And even yeah. as a kid, I think she understood that. Like, she was like, well, this person's out here. Like, why aren't you locking your door? And I mean, they didn't. And then they ended up getting murdered. But I don't know. Yeah. It's just... But the, so the stuff, the reason why I think that that's interesting is because if it's presenting another show or thing that's like situated in the 80s, I mean, a lot of the times we think of the 80s as like just glam and glamour, but like so many shows have come out that like go against that completely. I mean, it does, isn't Pose supposed to take place in the 80s too? Yeah. That's another show that like shows you the realities of like what the 80s was like. Yeah. It's not like glamorizing it. And I mean, there are a few things I appreciate about the show. I think that like understanding LA to an extent I like I as just like an Angelino and someone who like works like covers a lot of LA shit I appreciated the intimacy that they showed to LA like the recreation of the city and the maps and like the cityscape and I actually thought that for the most part they're really like pretty well done like at best the show feels like a glorified fucking like you know, true TV show where it's like they're like very serious and like staring at the camera and like whatever. But other times, like it, 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 it just feels like kind of cheesy and like just doing what those other shows are doing, mm-hmm. putting out you know like a Netflix docu series just because no one has covered it in that way. Yet. And it's gonna be popular. I mean, everyone like eats up true crime as well. They do, which I guess we can pivot to that. Do you think that this is more in line with, like, the prestige stuff? Like, how Serial was taking over, you know, making a murder, and uh, the one with the guy on HBO? What's, what's that one called? The Jinx. Yeah. So, like, do you think this is more in line with that? or Like, are they trying to make a show like that, but with a subject that we're already familiar with? You, you as someone who has experience watching a lot of these shows. I think, I think so, but I don't know. I feel like... I think it's trying to be that, but it. I don't know if the quality is necessarily like up to par mm. with those shows. Like, what is the the last show that just came out on HBO? I will be gone in the dark about like the Golden State Killer. That uh, was that's uh, the yeah Michelle McNamara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she. I think 
it was interesting to make a shot of that because she is not a police officer. She wasn't like a crime scene investigator. She was just an author trying to catch the serial killer. So I think it took a different approach because it's not from the point of view of a cop or an investigator, mm-hmm. which made it stand out more than like a show like the the Night Stalker docuseries because you get to see how someone else is so like, I guess she was just like obsessed with this, with, with true crime, like trying to find who this person was. And it shows, like, a whole different side of someone. I mean, like, even now, like, it's very prevalent. Like, people on Reddit will solve crimes now. Yeah, like, internet sleuths. Yeah, like, it's, it's just crazy. So I think that's what made it a little better than, than this. This is just like, oh, like, it's just cops, like, doing their job. And, like, let's glorify them for what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that the reason why those shows, like, all the ones that I mentioned... The reason why they were so good is because they had a different approach. Or, like, the reason why they had such an appeal was because they had a different approach. Is that what you you would say the difference is for you? I think so, yeah. Like, the Jinx, like, you never knew. Like, the fact that, like, he confessed on camera. That's just, like, that. that, where do you see that kind of stuff? I still think that's one of the best. Yeah, like. it has a resolution. Yeah, when you watch true crime shows, like, okay, they're guilty already. But, like. Didn't they arrest them till after it aired? Yeah, yeah, because of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, what other, like, true crime docuseries has done something like that? Where they've gotten that kind yeah. of footage and it's led to something. And, like, the same with Michelle McNamara. Like, her book was a big piece as to why the Golden State Killer got caught. And they go into that. Like, if she wouldn't have died, they highly believe that she would have been the one to find them. Mm. It's just stuff like that. Like, little, like, different, like, things that make these shows unique as where... The Night Stalker docuseries doesn't really have, like, that uniqueness to it, I guess. Yeah, it's just kind of more, like, straight up, like, yeah. traditional. Yeah, um, yeah. and that which is why I ask if, like, they took, you know, kind of this, like, traditional story as we understand it, mm-hmm. but try to tell it to, like, through, like, the new true crime way. You know what I mean? Like, in terms, like, visually and, like, the way they present it. Because uh, another thing that I did appreciate about the doc, the docuseries is that they didn't focus on Richard that much. Like, yeah. you know, like I, I'm a little morally also, I'm a little hesitant when I see, you know, speaking to someone like present company who glorifies like serial killers. <laughs> I'm always a little like, eh, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, I, but I understand the fascination, you know, like the fascination with yeah. like these weird or extraordinary or not extraordinary, but like very disturbed people. I understand that fascination. What I don't understand is, like, the, I don't know, like, the obsession with it. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, you can tell me, like, do you feel like you you have been fatigued by these true crime things? Because it's, it's been on for a while now. Like, I mean, beyond, you know, just, like, the ser- post-serial stuff, do you feel like you've gotten fatigued by it and, like, you're kind of tired of it? Mm, I think I have. I don't think... I just came across this. I didn't even realize that this was, like, being made into a docuseries. And I just clicked it. But there are certain shows, like the I Will Be Gone in the Dark. That's something I was really looking forward to. I think it just, honestly, like, it depends, I guess. Or is it just that there's so many now? There's just so much now. Like, you can find true crime on any, I guess, like, streaming platform. Like, there's just so much to watch on that stuff. And... It's crazy to say that, like, usually, like, no case is ever the same. So that's why people still, Mm -hmm. like, keep going back to that. And I think, like, also there's just... I mean, with the obsession, like, I think it's less of that now. I just don't really care for it, I guess, now. 
But even in the show, mm-hmm. like, he had groupies. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is that just, like, uh, I guess, like, fascinates people about serial killers. What was it for you? I think, I guess, like, why do they do the things that they do? I mm. guess, in a sense. Like, like, like understanding the psychology. Yeah, because also, like, with Richard Ramirez, like, like I'm not going to excuse anything he did. But, like, as a kid, like, he was... I think his mom worked in a factory, so she was, like, intaking a bunch of chemicals and, like, she was pregnant. So, like, I mean, he's in the womb, and then I think he suffered, like, several concussions, and then his cousin was just really fucked up. Like, his cousin killed his wife in front of him, and he would tell him, like, all these horror stories about, like, raping women in Vietnam. And Richard was a kid, like, so you're building, like, this person to be, like, completely mentally unstable, but at the same time, like, it's obviously not right what he's doing. Yeah. So you like them because you're like, I can change him? No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I would never. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think it's just, I guess there's, like, an interesting psychology to it, but at the same time, it's like, there's never going to be an understanding of who they are or why they mm-hmm. do the things they do. So it's just kind of like, there's no point in really trying to, like, psychoanalyze them, I think. Yeah. I think the thing that was most fascinating to me that I didn't know... Like, just, it was just, like, a small... I'm Maybe not a huge thing, but Salerno mentioned that he studied Salerno's work and, like, the Hillcrest... Or that's his name, right? Hill Hilltop Strangler. And it's always so, like... Like, I had known in the abstract that some of these, like, serial killers study each other's work. Like, he was a fanboy of, like, other serial killers. Yeah. And I wonder how much, like, these docuseries contributed to more serial killers you know what i mean yeah but I, I'm, I'm so i'm curious to know more about like so did it change for you like are you not as interested in the serial killer stuff i don't obsess over it i think as much as i used to i don't know i don't think it's like i'm tired of it i just don't really care for it as much i guess you lost interest yeah so watching this was it like it was okay did it feel like going back to your roots of like you know looking up what these guys did or whatever did it just feel like another true crime doc this one just definitely felt like another true crime documentary i think uh the excitement uh where i got excitement uh was from watching uh i'll be gone in the dark i thought that was a lot better yeah so yeah i mean i'm 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 with you like i think that for the most part i think that this docuseries is while like relatively well made you know like at times as i mentioned like it's not the best it just seems like more money and like push that like you know creating one of these like true tv type shows where like you know it looks it looks pretty cool when like they recreate it but also like it's not really doing much i i think that the stuff that's that's most interesting is like how people understand it like from la like i feel like there's been a lot of uh different conversations about it the femicide like he mostly killed women yeah he mostly killed people of color he mostly like it's that kind of stuff is is weird and also like what was interesting to me was uh part of the propaganda perhaps do you think like, like good because you said like most of the women like were of, of color uh do you think like they would have done a better job if they weren't like at catching this like they would have put a stop to the, his crimes faster if they were white i don't know see i think that this is where the the cop hero part of it and like the cop hero diversity ish part of it the fact that like gil gil carrillo he was a he was a latino and like up and coming at the time in the in the 80s 
or was it the, the late 70s 80s and he had like these ideas he had like new age ideas for the time which was like because he took a class at cal state la where it was like about deviant sex crimes or whatever mm-hmm. and he had like an uphill battle where like he would suggest this to like whoever was investigating and they were like nah you're full of shit like you're just trying to make a name for yourself yeah they didn't believe him and- mm-hmm yeah, like, it, the the story of assimilation is there without really saying it. You know what I mean? Like, they had that, that scene where he was, like, eating, like, Italian food. And he was like, I'm a kid from the, you know, East L.A. I've never had a fucking Italian food or whatever. And I think those things are interesting, but I still think at the end of the day, like, this feels like for my dad. You know, like, this feels like old school storytelling of true crimes. That's going to appeal to those sensibilities. Like, my dad is going to care. My dad would care about this because he's going to be like, oh, like, it's pretty badass that, like, this and this and this. Because it has all those elements where, like, like, it has, like, a hard-boiled cop element where, like, they say kind of questionable things and, like, you know, they, they sacrifice their families to solve the case. But it also, like, it has all the other things of, like, these are still cops and, like... I don't know. I just feel like it's a story that if it like if this docu series had come out a few years ago, I think it would have been a bigger hit. Not to say not to say that it isn't already. Yeah, it's doing it's doing pretty well. But like now with the like, I mean the current climate for the past what like, I I want to say like it's almost a couple like, decades. Yeah, ten years since like we started seeing like all the brutality that you know cops commit at least the the social media stuff, yeah that yeah that's it's just like the climate i mean in favor of cops isn't really that it's it's not in their favor so it's like why are you producing this that's very like it's just very much cop prop- propaganda like yeah, why are you releasing this now like i get that there's like a whole true crime element to it about like a serial killer and people eat that up but the way they went about it i just don't think it was like the best you could have made this into like a movie the question that's left is if this is a show, if this is a show that's a triumph of cops and like allegedly solving this this crime, which uh, you know they did solve it. Yeah. How do you tell that story in the modern day? Like how do you tell that story without focusing on these two subjects who did this thing at the time? You know, like we're so used to these stories, how do we reimagine like how do we tell these stories? Like there, and also, I think that there's some things that you can't avoid with stories like this. Like, I, Have you watched I'll Follow You Into the Dark? Or I'll Be Gone in the Dark? No. I no. keep getting the name wrong. Uh, so, I think they went about it in a really, like, great way where the focus is all on the victims and the families that have been affected. And interviewing them and how it's affected, like, either their marriage, their their life, whether the person is still in, the, uh, in their life or not because of the Golden State Killer it wasn't really much focused on cops. It was mainly focused on Michelle McNamara and the victims and their stories. And... But that's very much like a modern... Yeah. But, like, I mean, this just came out. Like, they could have taken that approach, too, and they decided not to. Like, yeah, they... But I mean more like... Like, this story ends and begins in a time where cops were fine. You know, like, cops were just cops. And it was like, there's no way that you can tell this story, in my opinion, without mentioning the cops. Cause they, like, 
they they kind of had like this like it's just straight up like a cop story and i don't i don't think that there's a way to tell the serial killer or like true true crime docu-series stories without favoring the cops and i think as as a viewer well one because i'm fatigued by so many of these but also because like i'm i mean i'm not a big cop fan so it's it's kind of hard for me to like see these guys as heroes but like I don't know, are these story? You think these stories will be phased out, or you think like they'll continue to keep going? Like I don't think cops are going anywhere. Personally. I I think I mean as long as there's money in making these stories, they're gonna continue to keep coming out. I mean, yeah. I don't think they're gonna go anywhere. There's just such a big market for true crime. Like you could just make so much money off it. So so cheap too. Yeah. So easy to make. I don't think it'll go anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I would I, I guess I think that that's a good example that you brought up. Uh, I'll follow you into the dark or whatever it is, because it does it is a story that doesn't center, you know, like the killers or the cops or it just focuses on like the people affected, which I think is probably a good way to to approach these things. Yeah, because that is those are the moral implications of like when you're seeing these things, you know you. You're also seeing a family suffer yeah. for the most part. And I think when it's focused, like, I don't know, like, to me, like, it's a it's a lot harder to watch when it's mainly, like, the focus is on the victims and not so much as what the serial killer did. Um, mm-hmm. Just because you have to face that, like, when you're watching it, as opposed to, like, oh, these are the pictures of, like, the crime scene or this is the cop telling the story. And it's very mm-hmm. different when you hear it from the victim, like, on camera, and how they've been affected yeah. by it. So I think there's definitely a way to do this, and there's definitely a way to not glorify the cops or the serial killer and make it about the victims and, like, who they are and what their names are. So I think, yeah, like, uh, I'll Be Gone in the Dark definitely did a better job than the Night Stalker, like, docuseries did. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to have to check it out. So did it feel weird seeing LA like this? No, I don't think so. I think just, I don't know, like, it was so long ago, I guess, like, what, 40, almost 40 years when this was happening? Uh So, I mean, not really. I think if we lived in the time and then seeing this, it would be a lot weirder. But no, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, I don't don't know. What about you? I mean, I I always like seeing L.A. in, like, old movies because it's, like, I know those spots. Like, I know those... Like, uh, when they were describing him running down the street in East LA, like, I, was, I know exactly where that's at. Yeah. And, like, I was, I could picture it. But I, it was... Uh, I think the thing... And, and I think the thing that most people like about this doc is probably that episode where the guy, like, beats him over the head with a pipe. Oh, my God. Like, that part, too. I was like, isn't that illegal? Like, he was literally coercing him into giving him answers by beating him. Well, wait. No, 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 no. That I'm part- talking about... The East LA. Oh, when the whole community who, like, like goes yeah. after him. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. See, like that sense of community was like pretty cool to watch, and he just kinda, yeah. And like, something I didn't know. I didn't know that the like, LA had a history of like literally taking down a serial killer. Yeah, I like, didn't either. The, I didn't know that East how LA getting caught took down a serial killer. Yeah, I thought you meant the other part. Sorry, <laughs> you're talking about the other cop who like yeah who who beat yeah, who yeah. beat his like cousin or his friend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, it was it was cool to see LA. Especially because I can't really see LA these days, but yeah, I think that's kind of all I have about the show. It was, it's you know, if you're a dad, you'll probably like this, and if you're interested (laughs) in like cop history and like you know serial killer shit, you'll probably be interested. It's it's pretty watchable. It's only four episodes. Yeah, it's not long at all. 
That's all. That's pretty short. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I wasn't like blown away or anything. Same. It was just like let me just play this in the background kind of thing and yeah. like phase out, like tune out in some parts. For me, it was like oh, everybody's watching this. I guess I should peep it. Let's see what's yeah. What it is? It's no but, Tiger uh, yeah. King. <laughs> it's not like I'm. But even that, like, well, I, you know that is a recent. Yeah, that true was crime that was thing. beginning of quarantine. Yeah, that was. I think that was a lot stickier than people give it credit for. Yeah, definitely had more like. It was just there was just a lot more going intrigue. On. Yeah, more yeah. intrigue, more twists, everything like going on. But also like very biased, and I think that oh yeah, definitely the biased stuff works well for them. Yeah. It's like making a murder, like all the shit that came out after, where it's just like, yeah, these guys were biased. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that that's what plays well into like making it scandalous and like a, a thing online. Mm-hmm. You know, like this one isn't, it's scandalous for sure. And it's like, it's a story that happened, but the facts are all there. You know, like it's not a story that most people who didn't live it don't know. Yeah. What would you rate it? Out of how many? five broken tvs like two and a half maybe i mean like it wasn't it's not unwatchable like you 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 could definitely just like sit through it in like a day but it's not the best approach to what happened i believe yeah i I feel like they could have interviewed some like more community members and like yeah an understanding of like what it was like to be around at the time yeah but like also like i don't know i don't know like would it have been hard for them to like locate them you could literally have, like, interviewed all the East L.A. people. There's so many people who understood it. Or, like, some of the community members who grew up in the area. It just felt like they had a fixed number of subjects they are going to interview. And those are the ones they're going to work with. Yeah. But it's fine. Like, I, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I'd say, like, 2.8. Like, it's easy to watch, easy to get through. But not not very crucial. Mm-hmm. You know? You can skip it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for listening. Peace. Say bye, bitch. Oh. <laughs>